Welcome to In the Room. My name is Ryan Hughley. Oh yeah, that's my cue. <laughs> Forgot right, we go we back and that. forth. No we way. Start that. We'll, we'll no, go back and forth. No now. way. We're gonna use this one. <laughs> oh good. So do you? Are you gonna introduce yourself, or are we just gonna keep it awkward? Let's keep it mysterious. Okay. Uh, all right. My name is Scott Holthouse, and it is good to be with everybody. We're back together again. It's been yes. a couple weeks. You were you ran solo last week. You did a pretty good job. I did. I got the reins, and uh, yeah. Daddy let How'd me take the Corvette out. You know what I'm saying? You did. It's a heavy yeah. weight, isn't it, to uh-huh. bear all that on your shoulders? It was, yeah, but I think I gave the people what they wanted, to be honest with you. Yeah. They want, they want Scott Holthouse. That's what they want. They do, yeah. Something about the voice. I didn't get the face for TV, but I got the voice for radio, I think. <laughs> I remember James McDonald has told me before that uh, he said every time he meets people at like a Walk in the Word event that have only listened to him on the radio, they, this was before he was like on TV, Yeah, he could see just this horrific disappointment on their face when they realized that he was not as attractive <laughs> as they had pictured maybe <laughs> listening to him on the radio. Oh, that's uh, awesome. I don't mean to say that that's what people think when they see you. Just to be, I'm well, just, I'm just processing in real time as that story yeah. comes out that that sort of makes you, me the, say that maybe out, you're uglier than people hope. Out of the overflow of the heart, my friend. Out yeah. Of the overflow of the heart. Well, but we, we both know from the Mr. Henry story that everyone heard in Denver, like you're an attractive man is I, all I'm saying. I am. Yeah. I got some fans out there. Yeah. There's definitely some, some fans. fans. All right. So, uh, we're in Salt Lake. We how got the, moved out here. How did it go? You got pulled over twice, right? I got pulled over twice. Uh, our wheel almost flew off in the mountains of Tennessee. It's amazing. So it was an adventure. Yeah, we left, uh, let's see, we left on like a, I think it was a Tuesday morning. And we were about an hour and a half into our drive, which put us just past uh, Asheville, North Carolina. It was pitch black outside. And I noticed that my wheel, like it just felt weird in my gas pedal. Like I could feel this vibration that I yeah. hadn't felt. And, uh, I thought, so it was I kept the, getting worse. thought it was the startinator, didn't you? It was for sure the startinator. Yeah. yeah. It was not the startinator. <laughs> <laughs> so finally I pulled over and I get out with like the flashlight on my phone and literally, I mean, this is like maybe miraculous, but laying right next to the tire was one of the lug nuts wow. that had completely not just fallen off, but the bolt had snapped off inside of the lug nut and it was laying right by the tire and i could hand screw like two of the other lug nuts on this front left tire i I don't know much about cars but i know you're not supposed to tighten those with your hand only no 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 they're not legos so uh so we called a tow truck so we have a mechanic friend named robert colbert shout out colbert automotive i don't actually know the name of his shop Hickory, Go North Carolina. Springs Road Auto Care. Car Springs Care. Road Auto Care. Go check it out. And, wonderful uh, people. They're phenomenal. Wonderful people. Called him. He called a tow truck for me. So then we waited for like an hour uh, for a tow truck to come. They took us to this tiny little town and dropped us off at a sit-go. It's awesome. Uh, yeah. And uh, that had, I believe, the only restaurant in town. And I use that very loosely. Yeah. Um, there's a place you could walk up and get biscuits and food substances. Yeah. Hot dogs rolling on things. And exactly. But they were, that place is hot in that town. There was a line (laughs) for like a good hour. It was pretty impressive. Uh, we had our dog with us. They would not let us bring our dog in. Um, and so Tammy and I took turns sitting outside of the sicko for three hours waiting for our car to be fixed. So that got fixed. We were fine. 
And uh, then we went to Chicago for a few days. I got to preach at Redemption, which was super cool uh, to be back there and with them. And then we drove from Chicago to Cheyenne, Wyoming, and then Cheyenne to Salt Lake. And uh, it, there, there was snow in Cheyenne, which was crazy. a rude awakening. Yeah, we went from like yeah. 85 and humid to it was like 30 degrees in Cheyenne. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. You guys getting, you guys settled now and in your apartment and everything. Yeah, we love our apartment and we're in Sandy, which, uh, for people that aren't familiar with Salt Lake County is just about 15, 20 minutes South of downtown Salt Lake. We're not a hundred percent sure yet where we're going to buy a house at some point and live. So we're just renting for about the next year while we kind of get our head around that. So yeah, it's been awesome. We've, uh, we're in a great area. We love our apartment and, uh, kids have already started to connect with some other kids in the complex and we're starting to meet some people. So it's been great. That's awesome. Well, uh, as we talked a couple episodes ago, we were, uh, we were going to kind of have, um, these episodes a little more frequently where you and I get to spend some time talking and sharing some updates and, and you shared about obviously moving out to Salt Lake. Um, I know for me, uh, started a project recently that I wanted to share, uh, with our lovely listeners. Uh, it's called house and shield. And, uh, and what it is, is myself and, uh, Julia, uh, shields. Uh, we've really, we started to, uh, put out music uh, that is a combination of hymns that we love, um, that we've we've kind of redone, uh, songs that we've written, and then covers of songs that, that uh, have impacted us that we've loved. And so, um, yeah, it's been it's been fun. I'm um, you know learning a ton w- while doing it, and I think also um, really enjoying the process and uh, and and just kind of the, um, yeah, getting, getting a chance to, uh, execute and to do. And I think it was something that I felt for a long time about, um, uh, sharing some of the songs that have been a part of, uh, writing. And, uh, mm-hmm. and so it was, uh, you know, we, we had a lot of conversation about it and, uh, I heard enough promptings through different things that, you know, felt like it was time to start kind of putting stuff out there. And so, mm-hmm wanted to let people know about that. Uh, it's something that I am excited about. And, uh, so the format is you've got, you're releasing one video and one song on like iTunes and Spotify yeah. or not, is iTunes even a thing anymore? Am I like a yep. hundred? Is it Apple yeah. music or is iTunes still a thing? Yeah, we, it's on both actually a- iTunes, Apple music, Spotify, basically what happens if you don't know this, when you go to distribute music and you don't have a record label yourself, you can go to these distribution companies and you basically pick like a hundred digital music outlets and it goes to all of them. So, Oh, awesome. Uh, yep. So it's so uh, every Sunday you're putting out, you've got, you guys have a YouTube channel now where a, yep. where a video comes out and then the song actually releases on all those other things. So what's the yeah. best way for people to, uh, get access to that? Best way. Uh, we're, we're pretty consistent on all the social media platforms. So, Instagram, it's just house and shield, uh, everything house and shield.com, um, on Instagram's house and shield, Facebook, same thing. Uh, the YouTube channel is, is titled house and shield. And so we're putting out some videos, um, uh, of us, uh, uh, 
doing the songs and um, and then there's links to all that to whether you want to buy it on iTunes, listen to it on Spotify, you, you know, listen to it for free on YouTube. Um, you know, our, our hope really is to um, to to bless people, become and, a YouTube star. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and that's my hope. Yeah, the YouTube star of worship. Um, yeah, that's uh, a thing. Yeah, no, no. Our 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 hope is really to encourage and bless people. We had a chance this a couple of weeks ago, a song that we had recorded um, just in God's providence. The the uh, guy preaching that week asked uh, if we knew it and if we could play it after the sermon. We're like, well, that's we awesome. do know it because we just recorded yeah. it. And we had planned to release it that day. And so that was a chance just to honestly to uh, bless a lot of people who were impacted by the song. And so, yeah, yeah. it's something that we're excited about and, uh, you know, going to just uh, kind of uh, continue to do it as best we can. I know with transitions and whatnot coming up, I think we might move to a two-week format um, where every two weeks we release uh, some some music. But, uh, yeah, something we're super excited about and would love if... Uh, awesome if people desire to check it out and, uh, and if you like it to, uh, to let us know. Good. And for people that don't know, Julia is a worship vocal beast. Yes, she is. Yes, she's she is a monster. Fantastic. And, uh, I haven't heard too many people in my life sing like her and, uh, no, she's special. So I don't do much. I just, I just hold the mic for her to sing. <laughs> That's my role. That's You're my doing it. You look it. awesome on the videos doing that though. Yeah. Well, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Trying to work, uh, work on the whole TV thing. So we'll see. Good. All right. Well, it's time for our second annual three, two, one segment. Yep. It's got it's a title. On the plane. Let's do three, it. Three, two, one. Three, three things you're enjoying. Three, yes. two things you're reading, and one thing you're learning. Yes. Can I go first on uh, the three things yes. I'm enjoying? You can go first. Go first. First thing is the series Sherlock. Good the, for you. Good from, pick from the BBC. Usually, you watch dumb stuff, and so I just want to Not affirm. True. Yeah, or you watch The Office over and over again. That's a hundred percent true. <laughs> But we uh, we were recommended this show by a good amount of people, actually. And uh, yep. I was skeptical because I really like Robert Downey Jr. as Sherlock in those yep. movies. And yep. I will say Benedict Cumberbatch. Is that his name? Right? Oh, yeah, dude. He's, yeah. He's fantastic. And, uh, he is. And so we've been thoroughly enjoying that series so far. It's awesome. You want to just give your all three? No. You go. Because you're still making them up, aren't you? <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell you. Yes, okay. I know. All right. Well, I'll match you to TV show for TV show. We are in preparation for season two uh, coming out on October 31st, rewatching Stranger Things on oh, Netflix. Still haven't ventured which, down that road. That's because you're a coward. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's phenomenal. You have to watch. It is it is like it is the most perfect encapsulation of everything great about the 80s. Oof. All right. Yeah. It's phenomenal. You're not going to watch it. You're too big of a baby. Probably not. Probably not. I'll All right, it, so I'm watching Stranger Things again. It's not for everybody. It is pretty scary. I think Tammy just sits horrified through. She just like doesn't breathe for 48 minutes it's through really, every episode. It's a really good endorsement to get me to watch it. It is. Yeah. I know. I know. 
All right. What's your number uh, two? Nice. Number two. Um, I should probably find out the name if I'm going to mention them, but I got these headphones. I'm realizing this is the second time I've talked about headphones on like, Oh yeah. Things. Your AirPods were the last one, right? Yeah. Oh, now I wish I didn't say this. Uh, it's too late. You did. I know. Um, but it was my birthday and I got this pair of workout headphones and, yeah. uh, Senso S E N S O. Um, mm-hmm. and they are awesome. Now, common problem in gyms across America. I'm assuming music's right too loud. Music's too loud. Common yep. problem with the gym that I go to that you frequented as well before yep. moving is they would Southside play power and fitness. Great gym. Shout out. Great gym. Not the best music choices. Horrible music. If you're into eighties, butt rock, you would love it big time, but, uh, I'm not so much, but these have earbuds that seal really, really well. I never hear that. And I get to rock out yep. to my own stuff. So yep. they're fantastic. Uh, that's good. All right. My second one is, uh, this one is specific to our new location, but right down the street from our apartment walking distance, actually, which is amazing, is this new coffee shop that just opened called Honeysuckle Coffee Company. Mm. And ironically, I just talked to the owner this morning, co-owner, her name is Jen, and they just moved from North Carolina. Really? They're from North Carolina. Yeah, they moved here like five years ago, I guess. Her husband's a snowboarder, and so they came for the snow. And uh, But it's a phenomenal coffee shop. And it's walking business. I was there this morning and they've got a great little like kids spot in the back, but it's cool. The coffee is good. The owners are nice and it's nice to have good coffee again. It's been a while. Right. It's awesome. Uh, my second thing, uh, that I'm enjoying, I just had it. And then you were going on and on about that coffee shop. Also, this is your, this is your, your last one. Oh yeah. This is my third one. You talked about your boring headphones for the second week. I know. And remember, was, that was number two. I'm so embarrassed that I brought up headphones again, for goodness <laughs> sakes. They're like, what's wrong with this guy's life? That all, he, has, all he's excited about is headphones. All his disposable income goes to headphones. <laughs> yeah, you'd think I'm one of these, like, I have pairs and pairs of them, and I don't. Uh, anyway. You have those two that you've talked about. Yeah, give your third, give, you give your third one. All right. My third one, and this one, I I don't know, people will have different opinions about this, but living in Utah now, um, is like, it's one of the most stunning places I've ever been. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm getting to do a lot more trail running again. Yeah. And so that's a bit like, as soon as we're done with this, I'm going out on a trail again. And I mean, it's like Tammy made fun of me the other day. Cause I described it like this, but I'm telling you on this, like, like I felt like I was in middle earth and <laughs> it, it was like, so like on one side was a lake surrounded by mountains, snow on top of the mountains. So I'm learning, I'm, I'm really enjoying that. I did learn. I had a friend that recommended this specific trail to me the other day. It's right by yeah. my apartment. And then afterwards he was like, did you see any moose? And, <laughs> uh, I was like, no, I didn't see a moose. I saw one deer. I didn't see a moose. He goes, oh, okay. Well, uh, just be careful when you see the moose. They're super aggressive. And I was like, oh. I feel like that maybe you should have told me that before you recommend that I go run on this trail. Yeah. It's like, hey, watch out for the giant animal that could easily kill you. That's yes. really aggressive on the trail that you're going to run. You should That's run right. with, a mo- also, with, a, with a moose gun. With a, a moose. Is that a thing? A moose gun? A moose gun. I'm sure that's a thing. There's like elephant guns. <laughs> I should probably know this, more about guns run, living in North Carolina. 
Yeah, you guns are big in Utah too. I went into another coffee shop called Sunset the other day, and the guy working the bar just had a handgun strapped to his hip. Oh, that's a thing out there. I, I mean, I think he worked there, or maybe he was like robbing the place, and I was just drinking coffee. <laughs> and decided, while it happened. To, and decided <laughs> yeah. to make a quick latte. Yeah. He's like, I'm thirsty. <laughs> oh, before I take off, let uh, me make a little uh, cappuccino. So, oh, Stranger Things, right. Honeysuckle Coffee Company, trail running, those are my All three right. things right now. I got my third thing, uh, oddly enough, that I listened to through my headphones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Song Exploder Podcast. Really? Uh, I haven't heard this, of that. This is a fantastic podcast. I think it's put on, let me check, I think it's put on by the fine people at NPR. Um, okay. Let me check because it's so worth your time. Um, yeah, anyway, this show is fantastic. Obviously, I enjoy music. I enjoy um, all things about music. And so what this podcast is, is they have artists on who like deconstruct their songs. So mm-hmm. uh, Lord was on a couple weeks ago. They just had the killers on. And what they do is they take these songs and they say, so they start with like, here's where the concept came from. Uh, And then they talk about the production. Like, here's what this sound is. Here's the, and it's, uh, it's fascinating. And they're, they're, they're shorter. They're probably like 20 to 25 minutes. Uh, And then at the end, they play the song in the entirety. And, uh, and it's super interesting. So awesome. I'll have to check check it it out. out. It's good. All right. Two things we're reading. I'll go first. This is my turn. Right. I'm rereading um, the. Uh, now I can't even remember what it's called. Thankfully, uh, well, one of the books I'm reading right now is I'm reading the Master Plan of Evangelism by Robert yeah. Coleman. One of the most famous books on evangelism. It's an awesome book. I actually had him as a professor one year at Trinity. Oh, nice. uh, when I was there for my first year, I actually had no, I, I didn't realize that he'd written one of the most famous books. Like Billy Graham wrote the foreword to this book, um, wow. on evangelism. And I sang at his church back in my singing days. What'd you sing? And, uh, silent, I don't remember. Silent night? Yeah. <laughs> Just, what a weird pick. A- acapella. Yeah, acapella. Yeah. No, yeah. I sang at his church and, uh, I got to spend some time with him and I didn't know, <clears throat> who he was, quote unquote, until after yeah. all of that. But it's a really phenomenal book on evangelism, really looking at the principles of how Jesus engaged his disciples and um, building a model and method for evangelism off of that. So uh, master plan of evangelism, it's great. It's awesome. Uh, I am reading uh, a couple different things right now. Um, I... Let me see. I just finished a book called Family Worship. Um, oh, yeah. That's which a good is, one. Which was really good. Uh, it's a super short book. You can read it in a sitting. Uh, and it basically talks about some of the history of family worship throughout scripture, throughout uh, history, and then gives a really, really simple um, paradigm for what it looks like to lead your family in worship. And... Uh, yeah, and I found it to be super helpful. Uh, I think it's by Donald. I think Donald Whitney wrote it. Um, yep. So I would recommend that. It's great. It's good. My second one, uh, I'm reading the new Dan Brown novel. Uh, the new the Dan, Da Vinci Code guy. Dan Brown? Yeah, Dan Brown. The guy okay, that wrote the Da gotcha. Vinci Code. Yeah. yeah. 
some some people are just going to be disgusted by that. Some people um, just turn the podcast off right now. Yeah, that's okay. If it wasn't that, now, it was going to be somebody let's, else. Let's be honest. If they stuck around by this point, they haven't turned the Dan Brown comment off. <laughs> No, that's very true. Yeah, it's called Origins. It's another book uh, with Robert Langdon, who's his main character. And I'm sure I'm like barely into it, but I'm sure it's about how like a scientist destroys religion again, because that's pretty much the premise of all his books. But they're super entertaining. I read it as a work of fiction, not a work of history. And uh, they're great. It's been fun. My second thing I'm reading is uh, 12 Ways Your Phone is Changing You. Uh, oh yeah, I've got that by Tony Ranky. Ranky, yeah, uh, Ranky. great book. I feel like if you are to own a cell phone, you should have to read that before you own one. Um, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty bad. It's yeah. It it just uh, super convicting, um, challenging. It's not just so everyone knows. It's not one of those books that's like you shouldn't own a phone and you know. No get a flip phone. He's huge on social media. He does a ton of stuff. I mean, he even says he, he does so much of his work from his phone, all that stuff. So it's not that, yeah. uh, but it is a really great, um, look at how phones are changing us. And, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend it, uh, to everybody. I even thought too, as like my kids get phones, um, man, it'd be great to have like a condensed version of that, that they can, you know, they can read and kind of get an understanding of here's some of the dangers of this technology that that's grown so fast that, uh, we're not quite sure what it's doing to us. So that's a great idea. In all seriousness, you should email him or reach out to him on social media and ask if he's considered writing like a, a, like a high school condensed version of that book. Cause that would be an amazing thing to be able to give kids to read. I'm actually just going to write it myself. You should, you should. And you should use the exact same title. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Uh, All right. One thing that we're learning, I've been thinking a lot about being in a season of transition and moving and a bunch of like details, a lot of things about the future that I don't really have control over and don't know what to do with. This would be a time that it would be very natural to feel very anxious and stressed and all mm -hmm. of that. And so I just keep, I've been thinking a lot about Matthew 6, 27, Um, and Jesus says, who of you, uh, by being worried can add a single hour to his life. And the point that he's making and that I've been thinking a lot about is just what a worthless emotion, anxiety and stress are because Mm. they don't actually accomplish anything. And, um, if what Paul says in Romans eight is true, that God uses all things for good, like, at least one implication of that is like, it's going to work out in one way or another. And so I've noticed whether it was like when we were working with the moving company and just little things like trying to, you know, we had to have one vehicle shipped and then all of our stuff loaded on a trip and how's all this going to work together. And I had a couple of times where I just got like super stressed about that. And then it always worked out (laughs) and it wasn't. And so I think that that's been the thing that I have just, and that's something I'm sure that I'll continue to learn the rest of my life. But it's just really not worth being super anxious and stressed about anything because it doesn't accomplish anything on, on the one hand, it doesn't do anything yeah. uh, other than like completely destroy your mental and emotional and spiritual health. And then two, uh, 
things have a way of working themselves out. Yeah. Mine's along the same lines uh, as that. I just read uh, a little bit ago in Philippians 4. Uh, Philippians 4, verse uh, 12. Um, uh-huh. It says, I've learned the secret of facing plenter, plenty and hung, and plenty and hunger, abundance and need. And then that verse that we've all heard, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. But yeah. uh, it's more like, I think what was what struck me is more the um, learning the secret of contentment and yeah. learning the secret of uh, being brought super high and being brought super low. And I think even learning the, the secret of, um, uh, you know, God does what I've asked him to when I've asked him to, and God mm-hmm. does, and God doesn't do that. And yeah. learn, learning how to be just as joyful, uh, regardless. And, um, and yeah, that's something I'm, I'm certainly haven't mastered, but feel like I every day am having an opportunity to learn and to lean on the Lord and to trust him. And, um, to know that, uh, that regardless, um, like I'm good because I have yeah. Christ and, yeah. um, and he's the one that strengthens me. And so, yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. It's been good. Good, man. All right. All right so <clears throat> next week we have, uh, my conversation with pastor Matt Carter. Yep. So you talk to Aaron Ivy, who's the worship pastor at the Austin stone and Matt Carter is the lead pastor. They co-wrote uh, a new book. Um, on a very specific aspect of Charles Spurgeon's life. And so we got to talk to both of them, which was super cool. But Matt and I talked a lot about preaching and pastoral leadership and church planning and covered a a wide gamut of topics, just like you did with Aaron. So next week we will have that conversation. It should be great. All right. Well, if you want to keep up with us, you can find us on social media. I'm at at Scott Holthouse. uh, And I'm at don't, don't, don't. Let me, uh, and I don't say mine. I want to say my own. Please do. Okay. Make sure you spell and it. And I am at, I am at Ryan Hughley, H-U-G-U-L-E-Y. No relation to D.L. Hughley. None whatsoever, unfortunately. Fantastic comedian. But it is pronounced exactly the same. That's right. Hughley. Yeah. That's right. All right. So that's it. Thanks for listening. There and we'll see you next time.